you that your word is literal and that when two or more of us gather together in your name that you Jesus are right here with us and among us and I thank you that you hear these words and that your angels are loosed when when we speak your word Lord and and Father I just thank you Lord right now Lord that heaven is here with us watching and Lord, I just thank you, Lord. We just activate, Lord, the kingdom of heaven in this place tonight, Lord. And we give you glory and thanksgiving and praise, Lord. Help us to remember to give you thanksgiving every day. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. Well, um, the title of my message, if you want to give it a title, is called Thank You, Father. And so I'm just going to read and then I'll just elaborate on what God's been talking to me about. Colossians 1, 12 through 14 says, Give thanks unto the Father, which has made us to meet, to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness, and he has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood and even the forgiveness of sin. The new covenant tells us that we need to be giving thanks unto the Father because he's made us to be partakers of his inheritance of the saints in light. Okay, but I feel like as I was reading through that passage that there's even so much more than just, you know, I know we like to get something, you know, people are blessed when they get a gift and, and, and that's wonderful to get a gift like, you know, at Christmas or different things like that, you know, you're blessed, but we have much more to be thankful for than just the blessing side of, of um, what we've received through this relationship with Jesus. We didn't just receive, I don't know about you, but I'm not, I'm thankful for the inheritance, yes, but what I'm most thankful for is being delivered from the power of darkness. Like, we deserved hell. But instead, Jesus took it for us. We deserved the, the sickness, the death, the hell. But Jesus got the keys of sickness, death, and hell when he went to the grave for us. And the Lord, I was just reflecting on this passage. And, and we have so much more to be thankful for than just the fact that we have inheritance um, in the kingdom of heaven. But, but that he has freed us from the power of darkness. No longer do we get what we deserve because he um, served that time for us. Amen. That's not, that's, that's something to shout about. That's not even something to be, thank you, thank you. <laughs> that's like something to rejoice and to shout about that we do not have to go to hell because of what Jesus did for us. Thank you, Father, for loving us so much that you sent your one and only son so that we who believe could have eternal life. Wow, what an incredible gift um, to be thankful for. So God has freed us from darkness, and that in itself is enough to be thankful and give thanksgiving and praise on a daily basis, not even just like one time a year, <laughs> on a daily basis. Um, in John 10.10, 10, Jesus said, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So we have, we're just reminding ourselves of what we need to be thankful for. We have abundant life because of what Jesus came to give us. Because we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, not only are we transferred out of darkness into his marvelous light, but we have abundant life, and we have eternal life at that. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy, 
So you choose that way, you're, you're going to get to be rejoicing in that, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but if you choose God, you're choosing abundant life, and you have that to be thankful for. Isn't that awesome? So thank you, Jesus, for the abundant life. I said this already, but John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever would believe on him shall not perish but have everlasting life. I like this part in John 3.17. For God did not come into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Aren't you thankful that he did not condemn us? Aren't you thankful that even though we didn't deserve it, God sent his son to die for us? Aren't you thankful that <laughs> even though uh, we had sin in our lives, maybe even though sometimes uh, we rejected what he had to say or what he did for us, he still loved us anyways, and he didn't say, no, I'm not going to die for that one, but maybe for this one. No, he died for all of us so that we all could have eternal life. So I'm so thankful um, that he loved us so much that even though we don't deserve it, God sent his only son. And, and, and Jesus, he wasn't just being obedient to the Father and like, oh, I guess because I love you. It was because he himself loved us. He laid down his life of his own free will because of his love for us. So we've got the Father's love, and we've also got the Son's love. I'm so thankful that their love endures forever. Like, we can't mess it up. Thank God. Because I would have messed it up by now. And, and, and I live a pretty decent life, but I still don't deserve that kind of love. But it doesn't matter because he loved us anyways. Aren't you thankful? <laughs> I'm so thankful. And I'm thankful that, you know, people who we know, who we feel, um, according to man's standards, maybe have missed the mark, that God loves them anyways. And that God still died for them and there's still hope. People in jail are receiving Jesus all of the time, because God shows them hope. I'm so thankful that his love literally endures forever. Hallelujah. I was just reflecting on give thanksgiving to God. Okay, why? And so I started researching why should we give thanksgiving to God? This is so awesome. And so we just need to remind ourselves of what he did for us. Thank you, Jesus, for dying and for laying down your life, even though we didn't deserve it, even though we sinned against you. We have so much to be thankful for. You know, every morning, whether I had a bad night, whether I had a good night, whether every bill is paid or not, whether I'm sick or not, it doesn't matter. Every single morning I wake up and I give thanks to the Lord because he's good. Every morning I wake up. <sighs> I'm trying not to cry because I'm so thankful. I give thanks to the Lord for having healthy children. There's people who don't. And even if he did, God still deserves thanksgiving and praise because he saved us from hell. Amen. And we have eternal life through him. So every morning, I, no matter how I feel or how things might look in certain circumstances, 
I still have something to be thankful for. So I always wake up and give thanksgiving and praise to God for a healthy family, for the blessings that he's blessed us with, for a house, a roof over our heads. No matter what hard thing you might be facing, we always need to have thanksgiving and praise on our lips. Why? Because it reminds us of the good things and gets our attention and our focus on the things that he's blessed us with and, and, and you know, our outlook on life becomes better than if we focus on what we don't have or what didn't work out or, or what we're going through or, or the toil or whatever it is. Um, it helps us to have, Clayton called it PTO, positive, I don't know, man, PTO, positive thinking or something like that. <laughs> oh, P PMO, positive mental, I don't know, whatever the case. It was like a cool little phrase, and I was like, oh, that's cool. But anyways, it helps us positive mental attitude. P PMA? Okay. <laughs> I'm really messing that up. Anyways, it helps us to be thankful and have a positive mental attitude, amen, about life. The food, I'm sure many of you are going to have turkey tomorrow or all the fixings, okay? But, and, and, you know, maybe you don't have someone making that for you. Well, there's places all over. I see church signs all over the place. Come and join us for Thanksgiving meal. I like, I'm like, that is, that's so awesome. Like, you have that to be thankful for. You know, we did that last year, and this year we're not doing it. But, but there's always something to be thankful for. The food we eat, the roof over our heads, the air that we breathe, the beauty of, of autumn, even though it passed us by real fast. Um, then the snow, you know, the beauty of that. Um, sun, <laughs> the moon, the stars. Like, there's always something. In Psalms 136.1, God reminds us and tells us, give, it's like a command, really. Like a reminder and a kind of a command because it said, I'm just always reminded like as a parent and then as my parents when I was younger, when they would really mean something, they would say it more than once. And when I really mean something, I say it more than once um, to my children. And so... And I just thought this was interesting because God, so I didn't research how many times, but God keeps on saying, give thanks to the Lord, give thanks to the Lord, give thanks to the Lord. It must be pretty important for us and for him. It blesses him, but it's important for us. Psalms 136.1, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. His love endures, it lasts, it never gives up. Thank you, God, that your mercies are new every single morning, and great is your faithfulness. I don't know about you, but I've had days where I messed up. I had days where I gave into temptation, and I'm so thankful that, that God does not hold that against me, that I can confess my sin, and he's faithful and just to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness, and then as far as the east is from the west, he remembers it no more. That's how loving he is, and so we can be thankful for that. His love endures forever. Psalms 92.1. It's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto his name, O Most High. Why? Well, first of all, he deserves it. But second of all, it helps us to have 
positive mental attitudes. All right? I'm going to say the whole thing rather than try to come up with a whatever that's called. Um. <laughs> it helps us. It uplifts us. It helps our attitude and our outlook on life when we give thanksgiving to the Lord. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and sing praises to his name, O Most High. I think about this song as I was writing this message. I was thinking about that song. I'll start breaking out in song. When I think about the Lord, how he saved me, how he raised me, how he filled me with the Holy Ghost, how he healed me to the uttermost, it makes me want to shout, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Lord, you're worthy of all the glory, of all the honor, and of all the praise. If I was at home, I'd be like, it makes me. <laughs> I love singing to the Lord, singing praises to the Lord. I don't care what I look like on the right of me or the left of me in my car. <laughs> I'm singing to the Lord. Whether it's a new song or whether it's a, a song that's, um, you know, a worship song that's on. Because that's pretty much all I listen to unless sometimes it's Christmas music now that Christmas is on. But anyways, I'm always giving thanksgiving to the Lord. Why? Because we, he deserves it. There's so much to be thankful for. And um, we just need to remind ourselves if we're having <sighs> gloomy days, days that um, make us feel oppressed or depressed, I really think it's because we're dwelling on the things the enemy's doing. We're dwelling on the negative things the enemy's doing in our lives or in the world. Um, we're thinking on things that are not pure, lovely, honest, or of a good report. There's a reason why God said, think on things that are pure, lovely, honest, and of a good report. If there's any virtue, if there's any praise, think on these things. Why? Because if you think on the, the other, the negative side of that, if they're not pure, they're not lovely, they're not giving a good report, you know, and that's pretty much the news in a nutshell, then you're not really going to have much to be thankful for. But if you think on things that are pure, lovely, honest, and of a good report, if you're thinking on the things that God's done for you, if you're thinking on, on the salvation, if you're thinking on the fact that his love never fails and he didn't give up on you, if you're thankful and you have a heart of thanksgiving and it's good to give thanksgiving and praise to the Lord, you're going to have a better outlook on life and you're going to have that positive mental attitude, right? And you're, the sun is going to be brighter, Right? It's going to feel warmer even though it's 20 degrees. Like it's going to be a good day when you start it off by giving him thanksgiving and praise. That's why it's good to give thanksgiving unto the Lord. He starts manifesting his presence too. When you start thanking and praising him, that's why... That's part of the reason why he says, enter into my presence with thanksgiving and my courts with praise. Why? Because he starts manifesting when we have a heart of thanksgiving and praise. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to just feel him or sense him in the church. I want that in my house and in my car and, and everywhere I go. I want him with me, just like that song said. I just want to be where you are. Well, he's with us wherever we go, but the more thanksgiving and praise that we have on our lips and in our heart, the more we're going to sense his manifest presence. First Chronicles 16.34 says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. He just keeps saying it over and over. 
In Ephesians 3, 18 and 19, Paul's praying for believers. And he's praying for us. And he says, I pray that you would have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, how deep God's love is. That you would experience the love of Christ, though it is so great, you'll never really even fully understand it. I pray that you would be made full and complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. That is something to be thankful for, is how big God's love is, how far-reaching God's love is, how deep, how wide, how high, <laughs> that we're just never really going to fully understand it till heaven. His love reaches, and this is another song. That's another song that came to me. His love reaches to the highest mountain. And his love reaches to the lowest valleys. That's how big his love is. So if you're on the mountaintop and things are feeling great, and you can conquer the world, you can be thankful then. Because God's love is there. His presence is there. But his love also reaches to the lowest valley. So you're having a down and out week, down and out month, or maybe even year you still have something to be thankful for because his love is reaching that low valley. And he is with you through that storm. And he'll bring you through to the other side. How many of you have come from a mountain to a valley back up to a mountain before? Because <laughs> God is with you all the time. And so he brings us through this stuff. And so we have that to be thankful for, that he doesn't leave us abandoned. He's with us all the time. Amen. In 2 Peter 3, 9, he says, and all of this is his love. This is how big his love is. That God wishes that none would perish and that all would come to repentance. So there's not one sinner that has sinned so much that he doesn't wish them to come to repentance. Man gives up on people so fast, including Christians, because of hurts or whatever. But God does not give up. Isn't that amazing? Not that if, if you love him, the word of God says you keep his commands. So out of love and honor and respect, you're going to live for him. But he doesn't give up on us when, when people reject him. He keeps going after them, the lost sheep. No one is exempt from the love of God. That's how far-reaching God's love is. <sighs> Aren't you thankful his love reached you? That's something to be thankful for. Like I was saying, too often in this world, even in Christians' lives, we focus on the negative things of this world. Or we focus on what we don't have. And when we do that, you know, I, I, know, I know it's hard sometimes when you're going through a traumatic situation or, or some people, like, I've been through this before, where you lost a house or a car was repoed, or you lost a job, and that's the result of, of losing the job, or um, uh, people lost a loved one, or, or whatever the case might be, tragedy hits, um, and it's hard to not focus on that, but the thing is, is God is with you through that stuff, and he will bring you to the other side. 
the word of God says, God causes all things to work together for the good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. What does that mean? Is He's going to bring you to the other side of that storm. And everything's going to be okay. How many of you have been through a few storms? We all have. And that is proof, because we're sitting here, that God's love never fails. And that great is his faithfulness. And so um, we have that to be thankful for, that he never leaves us, never forsakes us. Amen. So the more we focus on negative things, the more ungratefulness settles in our hearts. And the less and less we see things to be thankful for. And that's not what God wants. He wants us thinking on things that are pure, lovely, honest, and of a good report. When negative things happen, he wants us to let praise and thanksgiving come from our mouths as a sacrifice of praise. That's why it's a sacrifice. It's because it doesn't always look like everything's going great. It's a sacrifice when you don't feel like it. It's a sacrifice when you feel like there might not be too much to be thankful for, but the reality is his love never fails. It's up there in the mountains. It's down there in the low valleys. It's with you in the storm, and it's going to bring you through. His love never gives up on us. That's another song. His love will never fail. Psalms 6930. I will praise God's name in song and glorify him with thanksgiving. Psalms 95, this is, I believe, why God called David the man after his own heart. His mouth was filled with praise and thanksgiving. Sure, he went through some valleys. He went through some hard times. And did it make all the best choices. But he always came back to God. Why? Because he knew his love was far-reaching. Psalms 95, 1 through 3. Come, let us sing for joy. Let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. For the Lord is great. He is a great God, the great king above all God. There's something about it. I realize Thanksgiving is an American thing, but I think every day, all around the world, God desires people to have a thankful heart for what he's done for them. He desires for us to focus on the good things that he's done for us. And, and why? Because it touches his heart, and that's how you enter in to his presence with thanksgiving and praise. He wants to touch our heart. He wants to be involved in our lives, and the way to, to encounter him is by thanksgiving. Um, he deserves thanksgiving and praise. He deserves us to focus on all the good things that have come from him. Without him, we have to remind ourselves we'd be lost and without hope, without help. But because of him, we have everything to be thankful for. So if you're having trouble, or you know somebody who's having trouble being thankful this year, 
maybe they've had a tough year. I know people who've had a tough year. It's like they can't get a break, whether it's a job or uh, we have a family in, in the church here. Job situations, loss of a loved one, car accidents, broken this and that. It, it, it's, it's horrible, but they do still have the Lord. And they will be reunited with their family member again. And we do have still, even though bad things happen in this earth, the Bible says in this world there will be trouble. But take heart. Why? Because I have overcome the world. We have that to be thankful for, that he went to hell for us. He got the keys of death, hell, and the grave for us. We did not have to have him do that in our place, but he did. And so we always need to remind, be reminded that <laughs> this is nothing compared to hell that I deserve. So thank you, Lord. You're bringing me through this. I'm going to make it through. Everything's going to be okay. And he hasn't left my side. That's how far-reaching his love is, even if we're the ones who cause the, the uh, problems in our own lives. He forgives us. Amen. So how do we do that? How do we have a positive mental attitude? How can we keep a heart of thanksgiving and praise? Well, Colossians 1, or 3, 1 through 3 says, Since then you have been raised, now that we've been raised to this new life with Christ, set our sights or our hearts on the things above. Think about things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds and set your thinking, positive mental thinking, on things above, not on the earthly things. For you died to this life, and now your real life is hidden with Christ in God. So that's how we can have a positive mental attitude and how we can have a heart of praise and thanksgiving is by focusing on what God has done for us, what he's doing for us what he's working out for us, what he, what's going to happen in our lives because of what he did for us. So when we, that's why he's saying, when now that you've been raised this new life, in order to have this heart of thanksgiving, in order to keep being thankful, you're going to have to focus on heavenly things. Because in this world, there is trouble. <laughs> and we all know it. Doesn't mean that there's not going to be hard things that we face. But you being thankful is going to help you focus on the Lord. And it's going to help you to focus on what he has blessed you with. James 1.17, we need to remember this. Every good and every perfect gift comes down from the Father above of heavenly lights. He does not change like a shifting shadow. So everything good in our life is something that we can be thankful for. There's nothing good in our life that he didn't work out for us. Whether it's a spouse, whether it's a friend, whether it's a car that we drive that God supernaturally worked out the deal for you, whether it's the house, whether it's... Um, you know, church family, or God's the one leading and guiding your footsteps. So we have that to be thankful for. Everything good in our life, everything perfect is from 
the Father above. And so that's why I just spent some time meditating on, you know, thank you, Father. And for what? For all this good stuff. And it's not just about the physical, but it's about his love and how far-reaching it is. The fact that he wants us to, con he, he's blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. There's so much more that I didn't even cover, if you read the word. He has blessed us with every good and perfect thing that we need to live for him. We have that to be thankful for. So I just wanted to review this because sometimes when tough things go on, it's a little hard to be thankful, but um, when we focus on the good things and, and we focus on the things that are from the Father above, and we focus on, even if there's not one natural thing that we could think of, then you have the spiritual, which is, he died for you. You're forgiven. Amen. That's enough to shout. So I have this little, thing, little quote that was from a book. Sometimes it can be tough to be thankful for the little things, especially in hard times. But here's the funny thing about thankfulness. Once we begin counting our blessings, we often discover that we have plenty after all. It's simply a change in perspective from dwelling on what we lack onto what we have been given. Thankfulness is a concept that appears in the Bible, and we're called as God's people to give thanks to God for everything. Not only be thankful, but also to rejoice. And much like counting our blessings, as we are thankful and rejoice, it uplifts us and it fills us with hope. Colossians 4.2 says, devote yourself to prayer, be watchful and thankful. So this is just a reminder tonight that, you know, we're having Thanksgiving tomorrow and as some people are focusing on natural things like Thanksgiving parades and stuff like that, we have a much more, much, much more to be grateful and thankful for. And I think it probably, my mom always says, said that even as a child, I was just filled with so much life, like, I just love everything. And Jude is the same exact way. It's the best day ever just because, like, we went to Starbucks together. It's the best day ever because he gets to visit his cousin. Like, he, every single day is the best day for him. Why? Because that's his positive mental attitude. He's focusing on the good things in life. He's not focusing on the fact that uh, mom or dad was crabby, you know, 10 minutes earlier. He's not focusing on, you know, anything negative. It's all positive to him. I read this funny little thing, and I don't know, I didn't, like, include this, but um, it was talking about the difference. It's all up to us, really, and how we look at life and whether we're thankful or not. But um, the difference between a dog and a cat, and it, it was kind of like the child, like that. Um, it's all about the attitude. But a dog's like um, the, the diary of a dog, it was called. Did you ever read that? And it was like, I, I woke up. And I stretched. It was amazing. You know, I, I ate my bowl of food at 9 a.m. It was excellent. It was the best ever, you know. My, my owner, he took me for a walk. It was great, you know. And it just goes on and on and on about every single hour of the day that this dog has. It was the best day ever. 
like my son. Best day ever. And then the cat was like, day or day one, hour one. I'm held captive. I'm prisoner. <laughs> I can barely see the light of day. All I can do is lay here and think about going outside one day. When can I escape? Like, see the difference? Like, they both literally have the same life, pretty much. But if you enjoy life because you're thankful and thinking about the good things that you got, your outlook on life and the joy that fills your heart and uplifts you is so much greater than if you have um, griping and complaining and negative thinking on your lips all the time. You know what I mean? Some people will gripe and complain every day going to work when other people have been trying and trying and trying to get a job. You know, some people might gripe and complain because there's things like that they need to fix in their house where somebody was just praying and praying and praying they could they could even ever get approved to get into a house. You know, so it's like it, <laughs> we have a roof over our heads, whether it's a rental house or apartment or or whether it's, you know, and then we've got people in Pakistan that I watch every week and they literally have houses that have no roofs. And they have rainy season there, so I don't even know what that looks like. I mean, we have more than we could ever hope or think for. And so we just, so that's why I say, like, I wake up, and even if I had a bad day, or even if I know there's some hard things ahead, I still wake up and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this day. This this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, and I will be glad in it. I will be thankful. So my mom, like I was saying, I was back to my mom and my son, she said, I was just like Jude, that I always had this positive outlook, and everything was the greatest. And actually, she always had a, um, whenever she had a, like a little trip or whatever, she loves traveling, she always wanted to bring me, because I was the easiest one, <laughs> easiest one to bring, because I was a positive person, like, you know, I wasn't um, a, a gripey kind of teenager. Anyways, um, I think it's all a decision. It's a decision on what, how we look at life. So apparently you're the ones who needed to hear this message tonight. <laughs> Everyone else got let go. And he was like, all right, you got it. But you guys needed some correcting. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just, just kidding. All right, I'm going to pray, and I realize there's only a few of you. If you have an offering, you can put it in the bucket at the back um, when we leave. But, Father, I just thank you and praise you, Lord. Lord, we give you thanksgiving. We give you praise. Help us, Holy Spirit, to focus on the good things that we've got. Help us to be so appreciative and thankful for our loved ones and for their health. Help us to, to not take any of these good things for granted. Help us, Lord, if we're spending family time with family and friends, help us to be thankful and just really take it all in, Lord. Father, help us to appreciate and give you thanksgiving and praise every day for all these good and perfect things that, have, that you've blessed us with from, from the Father above. Jesus, we want to thank you so much for dying on the cross for us, even though we didn't deserve it. Father, we want to thank you tonight for loving us so much unconditionally that you sent your only son to die for us. 
Lord, forever, 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 we are grateful and thankful for translating us out of the kingdom of darkness where we deserve death and hell and the grave and into your kingdom of your beloved son. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. Father, I ask you to fill our hearts, our families, even our church family, Lord, and their families. Father, fill our hearts with joy and thanksgiving this, this season that we're entering in, Lord. Fill us with joy and thanksgiving, Lord. And, and Lord, I just pray for unity. I know people deal with stuff with family around the holidays. Father, I just pray for a spirit of unity and love and joy and peace among each and every one of them. Father, I ask you for restoration to families, Lord. Lord, I just thank you and praise you, Lord, for all that you've done for us and all that you're about to do. And Father, I just pray a blessing upon the giver and gift and every seed that is sown in this place tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm.